hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we're going to have some fun today. We've got uh, Grizz. I think we'll have him on the line in a minute or two. He's trying to get I'm some... here, John. Oh, well, that was fast. But uh, anyway, we're going to talk to you for a couple minutes, and then we're going to talk to uh, Scott Brown, who gave me the use of uh, Chrysler to use when I went up to the Outdoor Writers Conference uh, last week. And we'll talk a little bit about that if we can. And then while I was up there, you've been uh, a little bit busy. I don't know if we want to um, get into it right now, but um, how are you feeling, Chris? I'm pretty sore, John, really pretty sore. <laughs> well, uh, you want to just give a real quick explanation of, of why you're in such pain? Yeah, I actually fell over backwards shooting at a dove. And broke two ribs. <laughs> oh, God, that's painful. Man. Yeah, it kind of is. Every time you breathe, I mean, any movement you make hurts. You don't realize how bad those guys are. Yeah, no, I have, uh, fortunately, I've never done that. But from what I understand, it's one of the most painful things that, you know, it's not like a broken leg where they can set it and put a cast on it. I mean, you just have to live with, live with it until it heals. And, and uh, every time you breathe, it hurts. Yeah, especially if you sneeze. Oh, God. well, I'll tell you what, Grizz. Tears come out of your eyes, I'll, I'll John. Tr- All right, Grizz, I'll try not to make you laugh. Yeah, actually, I think I will. <laughs> That's not nice, John. I know. Everybody ever accused me of that. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk to uh, Scott uh, Brown and talk about some uh, very uh, updated information about vehicles. We have Steve Lynch coming up a little bit later with Procure out of uh, Portland, which makes uh, incredible uh, baits and scents, and then Mark Lassane with bass fishing, and we'll see how we finish up. But Grizz, stay, stay on the line, please. Uh, we're going to take just a couple minutes and come back with you, and we're talking to Scott. You are listening to fishtalkradio.com. Please go to fishtalkradio.com and uh, listen to the show as many times as you want. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. I got a little story about a city boy that came to Wisconsin up from Illinois so he can enter. The big fish contest, it's a thousand bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told him. Guy, you're making a mistake. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hannigan in studio, and we have with us today the Grizz. Who's hurting a little bit? Maybe we'll ask him about that. Um, he, uh, we also have Scott Brown from, let's see, Fiat, Chrysler, Dodge, uh, Alfa Romero. and well, I, You know, I t- wanna, why don't you introduce yourself, Scott? Yeah, no, you had it right. Fiat Chrysler. I do media relations for Fiat Chrysler, but the brands underneath that umbrella, the parent company, <laughs> are Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and then Fiat and Alfa Romeo. Mopar throw in their SRT as our performance division. So I've got lots of uh, lots of goodies to play with. Boy, you do. And I want to thank you. This last weekend we had the Outdoor Writers Conference, and you, know, you gave me a vehicle to take with me. And it, it was a uh, you know you said oh it's a minivan. I'm thinking minivan? Are you kidding me? But. <laughs> You know, and as you said, you know, the original minivan, what was it back in the probably the 70s? Well, early 80s. Early, early yeah. 80s. Yeah. Well, they've come a long way. What can I say? <laughs> they have. Yeah. But have. Uh, you're, it, it's, it's called a Pacifica. Right. And um, I'll just mention about a little bit, then we'll talk about some other stuff. I left a little bit late. And I'm not going to admit to anything of any wrongdoing or speeding or anything such thing. But it's at least a two-hour drive, and it took me an hour and a half. And when I was just kind of cruising along, trying to keep it within a reasonable limit of the speed limit, I looked down, and I don't want to tell you how fast I was going, but it was, it was still in double digits, but not by much. 
So, uh, it, the V6 motor, about 290 horsepower, I think 287 horsepower, 9-speed automatic transmission. 9-speed, wow. And we'll get up to 28 miles per gallon on well, the highway. I, I was so. going to say, this thing had, I normally drive an Expedition, this thing had more horsepower um, and, and probably more room in the interior than my Expedition and got three times the mileage. Yeah. No, that's and you know that uh, sounds good. <laughs> hey, but you want to know something funny about the whole thing? Here he is speeding as fast as he I can I didn't go. say that. Did and I say I that? I have his driver's license in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Grizz. Well, that makes well, me you feel know, really you good. Well, you got it. I, I mean, you have it now. Yeah. But just telling. I know. I left it there last time, last time I was down there. It disappeared, and Grizz had to send it back to me. But uh, and I never said I was speeding, did I? You just uh, were efficient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what you said, John. Okay. Exactly. All right, I'm not to admit to nothing. But anyway, that thing. And you know what um, struck me, uh, Scott, is that you're talking about the normally, you know, I mean, we can, well, even even Grizz is old enough to remember the, the uh, cars from the 60s and 70s and 50s and every year there would be a model change and you had to buy a new car because there's a different but what they did is they would start with the design and then try and make a cabinet fit but what you guys are doing now is completely opposite and you said something about the platform and I go what do you mean and apparently your goal is to start with a 4 by 8 sheet of, of uh, plywood <laughs> and you put a 4 by 8 sheet of plywood in the vehicle and then you build the car around it yeah i mean it, i mean not not exactly that but the reality is you know there's trucks and minivans um, you know, the designers have to kind of take a back seat. They can't just joy draw their dream draw their dream machines. They've got some constraints. Minivans have to be built built around carrying people and things, mm -hmm. right? So there's a box. There's 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 this inside of a minivan. You have to build that around. We need the best way, the most efficient way to carry six, seven, eight adults. And oh, by the way, you know the wheel wells have to be wide enough that people in the event that they need to carry up something four feet wide um, a sheet of plywood a sheet sheet of sheetrock whatever um, and so yeah you start with a minivan the designers are, are hamstrung a little bit because the vehicles are designed from the inside out instead of from the outside in mm -hmm. um, and let's face it you know that's why maybe they're not the most sexy vehicles but the reality is is when it comes to hauling stuff there's nothing better oh there's they're nothing. no they're they're nice looking vehicles yeah um, and, and it's quiet and smooth, and uh, you know, you, the other vehicle we took up was uh, Durango, right from Dodge. But, but you know, I'm not really sure um, which one I would pick because it kind of depends on the situation. I think that you know, the uh, Pacifica, not that I'm a soccer mom, but you can put you know, it seats eight people, right? And the way that it's put together, where all the seats fold down flat. Mm -hmm. And if the seats are not full down flat, you've got these compartments where you could put a couple of cases of beer. Not that I would, of course. Right. Um, <laughs> or drive over the speed limit. <laughs> or, yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, no, it's just. Uh, well, just I got a vehicle. question about yeah. the Pacifica. Yeah. Did they start making it again? We did. Because we did. the Pacifica down here uh, in Mexico, they had them for I think three years, and then they stopped them. And I haven't seen a new one. Right. So, yeah, Grace, you're right. We made that like 2007 through 2010, I believe, or maybe it was six through nine. Um, then we stopped making them. And that was more of an SUV. Um, it was actually kind of a cutting edge. It was kind of a crossover CUV. Went away. And now the Pacifica is actually the, 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 the Chrysler Town & Country replacement. So it's back. We brought the name back. It replaces the Town & Country as our wholesale minivan. Um, but we we changed the name because it really is it's light and shoulders different. I mean, it's head and shoulders different than um, than the the town and country that it replaces. It's a great it's a great vehicle on a great platform. Well, Scott, um, you keep saying minivan, and for some reason, minivan just does not seem to fit the description of the car that I drove. And and that's why we changed the name to Pacifica. Um, is is yeah, and we're trying. We've tried to do that. We've tried to differentiate because minivans aren't sexy. I mean, a lot of people don't want to drive a minivan, but we really, and so we're trying to separate it a little bit, but the reality is it is a minivan. The bones, the guts, what it does, the functionality, the versatility, the efficiency, everything about it is a minivan. We absolutely have tried to design it to look, you know, super, super good. We think we've done a good job at it. Oh, yeah. Visibility, it's like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Is it still like, uh, because I haven't seen one. So I'm kind of ignorant on this. The one that I looked at and was going to buy and had a hard time getting it down here in the color I wanted it was like a super station wagon. Right, right. Yeah, you know, it, and it, that was a, it was all-wheel drive. There was a lot of great things about that vehicle, Grizz. This one is a little bit more traditional box. You know, you're right. That one was a super station wagon. This one is a little bit more upright. Um, this one is, you know, he, it's got what we call stow-and-go, where all of the seats fold into the floor, so you, you can have a big, you know, cavernous so, interior. So you could put a queen-size bed back there. Just about you. I mean, honestly, there's. It's a huge space. You couldn't do that with the old Pacifica because it was more just, you know, sport utility. Um, cross. Well, the old other ones were absolutely beautiful, wonderful to drive. Like I said, I drove one. I came within two days of buying a new one. But they couldn't, in yeah. Mexico, of course, you know, yeah. it's a heck of a lot well, different Grizz, than the state. Grizz and Scott. And I, I wanted a red one. Well, we're, we're running out of time here. We only got a couple of seconds left. But uh, I guess the best thing to say is that uh, just go online, you know, or just go to your dealer and you know, check out some of these other. Those Fiats are incredible. And, of course, yeah. the Alpha and the... Uh, um, well, you've got some new Alpha coming out too, don't you? Let's yeah, we've, we've got a, a, a four-door sedan from Alpha. We've only had the little two-door. Now we've got a four-door sedan, wow. kind of a volume car. And you mentioned something about the Pacifica. You're coming out next year with a hybrid? We, well, that, later this year. It'll be available in December. There will be a hybrid yeah. version of the Pacifica. And um, by combined mileage with the gas and the electric, you get, what, 80 miles a gallon? 
Well, the government will rate it at 80 MPGE. It'll wow. be 30, 30 miles electric only. Um, and then when you count that with the fuel that you get, the fuel economy that you get, it'll actually, on a tank of gas, you'll get 500 miles you know, wow. on a tank of gas. Incredible. So, well, yeah. anyway, I appreciate the use of the car, Scott, and we'll be talking to you real soon. All right. Uh, and uh, incredible stuff. You guys really make it a good product now. We'll be right back with you on Fish Talk Radio, and we've got some exciting stuff coming up, so stay tuned. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. I got the launch ramp blue. Launch ramp blue. Launch ramp blue. Launch ramp blue.
Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have a couple of very, very famous people on the line with us. We have, of course, the Grizz, who's uh, did something stupid, if you don't mind my saying so, Grizz, and so he's in pain. Um, <laughs> and then we have uh, Steve Lynch, co-owner of Procure, um, and which is a company that we've had on before. And they they have just an incredible operation up in Portland, Oregon. Hey, by the way, Steve, I'm planning on being up there in the middle of the month, so hopefully I can come by and see what you guys do up there. Hey, I'd like to show you around. That'd be great. Yeah, but uh, give us a give us a quick idea about what it is that you do, and the kind of uh, uh, the expanse of your operation. Well, we started in 1984 uh, with uh, a product to commercially cure salmon eggs. Uh, that way we could preserve them and dye them different colors. And now we're, we're we, in about 1987, we started doing bait oils and different scents. And so we take real bait and press it for the oil and then grind the rest of it up and put it in a gel base. So if you're, if you're using real bait, you can inject it or marinate it with our oil. Or if you're using irons or soft plastics or anything artificial, you can use our gel. And it's 100% real product. Uh, you know, there's, there's no filler in with it. I mean, so if it says anchovy, it's 100% anchovy you're using. And, well, you know, Grizz and I have talked about this before, and he's, we were just mentioning trying to get some down to him. Apparently, he haven't had much success at doing that, but I've taken it down. And, uh, yeah, I'm a true believer. But Why don't you bring me some down, John, in November? All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve, you may have to send me some more then, and I'll take it with me. No problem. I'll be glad okay. to. Okay. And then, uh, Grizz, what what would you say in Baja that, uh, what let's just say, what flavor do you think would be the best? So squid? Sardines. Or sardines. Anytime you're fishing down here, the good flavors would be... Uh, calamar, you know, squid, uh-huh. uh, the sardines, which is the uh, Monterey sardines. Well, the, the sardinas or sardines? Sardina, well, sardines, uh, sardinas in Spanish, John. <laughs> I know, but it's two different things. The sardinas are little tiny flashy things. The sardines we eat in California are completely they're different. Called, yeah, but that's it. They're Monterey sardines. Okay. Is the name of them. Mm-hmm. And those Correct. two flavors, I think, would be probably the best, I, you know, that there is. And, and tuna is another one I'm going to send you. That works extremely well. Thank you. John, you're going to have to no, pass no, me he, what he's saying. I, I can't I, I, hear him. I, I'm sorry. He said also another one that he wants to uh, works well is is the tuna. The tuna would be good. The tuna would be really good for marlin. Yeah. It would be very very good for marlin. Okay. Yeah, and bonita too. If you're talking about marlin lures. Yeah. You know, that would be good too. Well, there again, bonita in California and Mexico are two different species. Well, you have uh, California, and we we have them come down here, too. Okay. But, yeah, the ones with the white meat is what we have up here. Yeah, the one with the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Well, it, we call those bonita, and the ones without the teeth we call skipjacks. Okay, well, almost the same. Actually, it's bonito, though. 
not to be smart. Well, I don't speak Spanish too, John. I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Steve, um, and, and if you could just try and I know you're on a cell phone, but try and you know try and project as best you can because Grizz is an old man. He's hard of hearing and he and he talks real loud. And we only have one volume control. Okay. Uh, I've got my volume as high as it will go on the phone. Okay. Uh, I am coming up to an exit. Maybe I can pull off. Okay. Anyway, you were talking about what you do, but when I talked to you in the past, the size of your operation and the volume of what you do is almost unbelievable. Yes. I mean, we've we've grown every year uh, since, since 1984. I mean, it's, um, we're now buying 38 different baits from across the U.S. Uh, and processing it. So we're, we're doing a lot of baits for the southeast market, you know, like the ladyfish, pinfish, huh. mullet, and Hayden. Uh, and we refrigerate, you know, have that flask frozen, and then we refrigerate truck it to Salem, Oregon, and then process it there. So everything is made right in Oregon. And let's talk about volume of what you process in, in Portland. Just give us an idea of how many gallons or tons or barrels or whatever it is that you do. Well, yeah, we've, we've, we've grown considerably in the last few years because we, we private label for a lot of the manufacturers, other manufacturers as well, and saw plastic manufacturers like Uncle Josh uh, and Z-Man are, are buying products from us. Uh, so, I mean, we're shipping stuff out in 55-gallon drums on a daily basis out of our factory in Salem, to, you know, across the U.S. And we're currently selling in 14 countries. Uh, so things, things are booming for us. You know, everything's looking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, did I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I understood you. Are you doing anything other than fishing attractants, uh, such as for hunting, or is it only just for fishing? No, just fishing only. Okay. Yeah, this is the only. Uh, you do fresh water and uh, salt water, don't you? Yes, we do. We, we have uh, products for both fresh and salt water. Well, what we're uh, doing this year, we're kind of taking a swing on the next season. We're going to be doing probably 50% of salt water and 50% of bass fishing starting uh, actually starting in November we're going to be fishing some of the giant uh, reservoirs for uh, these big bass you know 10 15 pound bass wow okay yeah and we have we have several parts for the bass and then just depends on what they're feeding on you know if they're if they're lake bass they're feeding on crawfish or if they're feeding on say like shad tilapia uh, mm-hmm. you know we, we, we have uh you know, we buy those baits and process them as well. We have uh, in our reservoirs up here, we don't have crawfish that I've ever seen or even heard of. What we have is shad and tilapia. We don't have hardly any bluegill whatsoever. Mostly it's shad and tilapia is their favorite foods. Mm-hmm. And okay. then, of course, and some of them have frogs, but it's very <laughs> rare. And then there's several types of shad. There's, there's, there's threadfin shad, there's gizzard shad, there's American shad, and true shad. But I, I believe you're, they're probably using the threadfin shad. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Uh, yeah, we well, purchase, uh, we send John a bunch of those things, and I'll put it on television okay. down here. And, well, everywhere. It's not only down there. You know, we're seen in 47 countries. And then uh, I'll try both of them, and 
write about them and see how they work. It's very interesting. Okay. Well, we've, we've only got a couple minutes left with you, but I've got a couple of questions for you. First of all, Marco just walked in the room. He's a little late, but he made it. <laughs> and hi, Marco. How you doing? Good. But uh, the um, Steve, mainland Mexico, and it's something I've only been learning about in the last couple of years, mainly from the Grizz, they've got these huge reservoirs, uh, primarily with these huge bass, and they get so little pressure, and they got so much food that you know if you're looking for, Empty. you know, it's like trophy fish. And let's in, in, on a fly rod grizz. The last time you went to El Salto, how many did you catch in one day, and about what size were they? Uh, well, uh, the last time I fished in El Salto with a fly rod, I got about 125, and I averaged three to six pounds. Wow. Uh, but I, I do hold the world record on fly rod in El Salto, which is 19 and three-quarter pounds. Man, and then I impressive. fish a lot of Milpa, and I catch over 200 fish a day on our Milpa. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I know it wasn't that long ago that the indigenous to the Mexicans, have, you know, fishing is, to them has always been subsistence. So these uh, gringos come down, uh, fly rods, catch these fish and release them, and they go, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, John, I'm the one that put up the programs for the yeah. uh, indigenous people and yeah. taught them how to... Uh, yeah. To uh, fish and catch yeah. and release. Yeah, but they go like, "Why would you catch a fish and then release it? That's stupid." <laughs> Until I turned yeah. them into guides and they started making two hundred dollars a day. There you go. There you go. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so that's another thing to put on the list, Steve. Yeah, no, that sounds like fun. You know, I'm, I'm in Mexico a couple times a year, but I, I've I've never done any freshwater fishing there. Yeah, it's always been salt. Well, it's it's primarily in the mainland, but uh, you know, you get uh, we'll take you down to Baja, and uh, between Grizz and I, I'm sure we could take you. We'll take real good care of you. Okay. Yeah, John will take you fishing. John will take you drinking out to the fishing <laughs> part. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yep. nothing wrong with that. Uh, I had the pleasure on Sunday. I went out. We went albacore fishing, uh, and we were throwing a lot of iron. And we put 98 albacore uh, in this boat in two and a half hours. Wow. And they said their record. I mean, there, there was fish all over the, all the, 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 the fish boxes were full. They were out of ice. We ended up putting uh, 38 fish just on the deck of their boat the other day bled. And where was where uh, was it? We got, we got to get going, but where was that out of? That was out of Iwaco, Washington. Wow. Okay. And that was just using tuna on, on the iron jigs. We put our tuna shell yeah, right they, on the iron jigs must, and throwing them, and we, must we never you, had to move. Must have had some procure on that. Anyway, we got to go, you guys. But uh, Steve Lynch, uh, pro, pro-cure, it's procure.com, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, go to pro-cure, C-O-R-E, dot com. And, um, and check that out. And if you want to catch some fish, there, there you go. And then Grizz, uh, A-S-O-B, productions, dot com. But anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll be back with you shortly. Thanks a lot, Steve. We'll be in touch. Hey, thank you, John. I'll send you a care package for both you and Grizz. There you go. Okay. Right. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. Everywhere. 
for your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Gonna back this boat into the water Find a way to win a couple dollars Where the man says is the cobra coming down Bring it on, I've seen it all by now Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio. And we have with us Marco, who just kind of wandered in here, our <laughs> favorite co-host. And we have the Grizz, which is our perennial co-host, who's, I don't know, we should mention, you know, he's hurting for certain, but it's his own fault. But I don't want to make him laugh, so I will see. No, please. <laughs> and then, oh. and then, we have, uh, then we have Mark Lassane, who is uh, owner, publisher, editor, um, janitor, for Bass Angler Magazine. And uh, I understand, that Mark, that you're in Texas right now, right? You're getting ready. I'm, a, I'm, I'm in a boat at Lake Conroe right at the moment. Oh. You know, I heard a long time ago, you know, Texans like their pickup trucks, right? 
And yeah, there's I'm, a bunch of them here. Yeah, and almost almost every pickup truck has a gun rack in the back window. And you know, when yeah, they're all drugstore cowboys. <laughs> well, drugstore. Anyway, but when you see a pickup truck driving down the road, uh, it's either got a bass boat behind it or it's on its way to get the boat. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's a way more bass boats around here than there is in California. So. Yeah. but uh, So what are you doing in Texas? You know, I'm practicing for the Federation Nation Nationals that are coming up here in November. So I'm uh-huh. spending a few days trying to acclimate myself to the lake and kind of figure out what's going on. Uh-huh. Well, you've had, from what I understand, you've had a pretty good year this year as far as comp- yeah, competition. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a, a pretty good year. Yes, it has. Yeah. And uh, with your day job, I know that, uh, you know, being a professional bass angler might be fun and, and exciting and glamorous, but, you know, it's it's not an easy way to make a living. It's a grind. You know yeah. it is. But, you know, I mean, I love it, but it, it is a grind. So and what is what is your what is your what is your day job? Well, you know, I publish Bass Angler Magazine. Yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, I do that, and, you know, and then I fish. And that's that's yeah. pretty much it. Spend a couple hundred days on the water and, uh, you know, put out four great magazines a year. Wow. Well, it doesn't sound like a bad deal. Of course, you know, Grizz um, works hard, but I don't know if he has that much fun. But uh, did you? If I didn't have fun, John, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know if did Grizz. Did you tell the story already about what you did to break your ribs? Was that on the air? No, it wasn't on the air. You, <laughs> All right, let's embarrass you. Tell us a story real quick. Well, I was up in northern Mexico, where there's just literally millions of white-winged doves coming in, and we were doing a dove show for Hunt Channel and Tough TV and the Sportsman Channel. And I had my camera guys set up, one on one side of me, filming the gun and me getting ready to make the shot. I had the other guy focused in on the bird. I got a white wing coming straight at me. Perfect, perfect situation for filming. And he gets right in front of me and I shoot and miss. So I bend over backwards, completely backwards with a shotgun in my hand and shoot him over my back which I just, he was only 10 feet above me. Oh, man. Feathers went everywhere, but I lost my balance on the shot. I got a loaded automatic shotgun with one in the chamber, and I'm going down. So I can't let loose of the shotgun to catch myself. So I hold the shot because I don't want to kill one of my cameramen, and I fall on a rock pile and break ribs. Oh, oh man! True story. Well, you know, the it's it, it actually gets even better. You're telling me that your son Charlie was there filming. Oh yeah. Well, Charlie was standing off to the side of me, and at the angle that my cameraman was filming. He shot at the same time I fell. And my camera starts screaming, Charlie shot his dad. (laughs) Because he thought Charlie shot me. (laughs) And you look at it on on the camera, and damn right, it looks like he shot me. 
<laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, we're also talking, you know, of, of course, about the mainland fishing in Mexico that Grizz has, uh, has, has had some success with. Um, but let's talk a little bit about uh, bass fishing in Texas, if you don't mind, Mark. Sure, sure. Well, it's still hot right here. You know, it's about 90, 90 today, you know, even though it's cooled off a couple of days. Uh, you know, bass fishing is just uh, just okay. You know, we got a few up shallow, um, kind of in the rocks, you know, feeding on crawfish. Um, you know, we have some out on the ledges and, you know, out offshore points. So, and then there's a few uh, relating to some deep docks. So, and we're catching them throwing crankbaits and worms and Carolina rig, kind of a, you know, a variety of thing. Every, t- every spot you go to, you got to really try something different because the fish are not real not real active. You kind of have to get it right next to them and get them to react to, to bite. So, but we're getting a few. I got one about seven or eight pounds yesterday, and, you know, I got one close to five today, and, you know, and a bunch of smaller ones. So it's, it's been okay. I'm, you know, learning, learning about the lake. Uh, you know, it's the first time I've ever been here. Mm-hmm. So I'm still just trying to, you know, trying to figure out the different places that are going to be good. Well, Mark, you fish in a lot of different areas. Uh, you know, sometimes we talk to you you're in Colorado or Oregon or, you know, the south or because you, you know, like you said, you spent about 200 days on the water. Um, but tell us a little bit about bass fishing in Texas. Is the, is the water different? Is it warmer? Is it is it all largemouth? Or do they feed on different things or is it all pretty much the same? Well, you know, here they, they feed on shad and crawfish a lot, you know, and then not so much on, uh, you know, bluegill and brim like, you know, in some places. And the water's a little murky. Um, the lakes are shallower than, than California. Kind of, some, you know, a lot of little shallow, flat, big shallow, flat points. Um, are you, you know, fishing in the lakes are way, lake? bigger than, way bigger than California. Uh, Are you fishing falcon? I haven't. You know what? I heard falcon is on fire right now. A friend of mine, Matt Reed. It's hotter uh, than you can imagine. They're catching a lot of 9 to 12 pounders. Yeah, I heard that. I heard it's been really good. I mean, monster fish right now. And, I mean, every time they go out, they send me an email and send me pictures. They're catching at least one 10-pounder. Wow. That's great. Are you familiar with Breckeridge? <laughs> or Backerrack, no. excuse me. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah Backerrack, sure. I'm going up there and fishing for a week the first part of November. Have you fished it? I have not fished Backerrack. <clears throat> fished El Salto, Cachilla, and... Uh, and... Oh, and one other one. I forgot what it was. Hey, hey, Grizz, I'm, I'm coming down to La Paz the first part of November, so you're supposed to pick me up at the airport. I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, I've told you about that. Where are you coming, Joe? Well, we'll talk about that later. People don't want to hear about it. Well, yeah, they do, because we've got a trip coming up uh, to East Cape. Uh, it's, oh, it's that's officially right. The 7th to the 11th is the official trip, but we're going gonna to go to La Paz, spend a couple of days maybe with Grizz and go to Cabo, do some fishing, and then go to East Cape from the 7th to 11th. And it's a fun, fun trip at a very affordable price. So if anybody out there is listening... Uh, you need to, because it's coming up in less than a month, you better hurry up and get in touch with me. Maybe we'll even get Mark down there. One day I, one day I need to get down there, you know. That yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, of course, you wouldn't have any fun catching billfish or rooster fish or anything like that, I'm sure. No, yeah, that'd be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, I mean, even the Dorado are coming back, aren't they, Grizz? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big ones. Yeah. So it's finally starting to turn around. Uh, anyway, we're talking about uh, bass yeah, fishing in Texas. And we're talking about to get. Oh, come on. It's true. No, uh, it's not. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, okay, I won't hurt you because you got broken ribs, but... Uh, well, let's put it this way. You can catch a hundred Dorado right now uh, in La Paz or down at East Cape. Yeah. And the biggest one may weigh five pounds. Not kilos, pounds. Well, uh, wow. yeah, but they, they grow fast, and the next month they're going to be a lot bigger. Well, the good thing about it is the marlin fishing's good. Well, yeah, with all those dorados. They're eating all the baby dorados. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Okay. But uh, anyway, uh, before we go, we only got a couple of minutes left. Is there anything, Mark, that you've got coming up that you want to let people know about? Well, you know what? I well, I have a couple of tournaments coming up, and then we'll have another issue coming out here. I'm working on the working on the winter issue. The, the fall issue just came out, um, and I'm working on the winter issue of Bass Angler. Uh, you always go to BassAnglerMag.com and check it out, and see what we're doing. Uh, or our Facebook Bass Angler Magazine Facebook page. Uh, we've got a lot going on there, and uh, I got a couple of tournaments coming up. Got a pro am next week. Um, then on, uh, you know, in about three more weeks, I'll be heading back up here to Texas to cool. are you the, uh, a pro-am to hopefully make the Bassmaster Classic. Mark, are you the pro or are you the am? I'm the pro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe I can be your am. <laughs> yeah, come on out. Well, good time. Yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, that, that sounds great. And good luck on that upcoming tournament that you're going down there. And we still have to get you down to, uh, to Baja and uh, get you some blue water fishing with your bass rod. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. So mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yeah. Okay, and then, Grizz, you've got, uh, well, of course, you've always got stuff coming up. If people want to do trips, you've got stuff going all over Baja in mainland Mexico. Well, John, what I started back into, like I said, I've been for eight years fishing uh, the okay. uh, saltwater stuff, and I'm going back into bass Good. fishing, freshwater. Okay. And also, my fans in the United States have been asking me to do hunting again, okay. so I'm back All right. into that. Well, let's go to go to your time. Facebook. Go to your Facebook page, Mike Ritz. M-R-I-T-Z. My Facebook is Mike Ritz. Yes, and uh, uh, asobproductions.com and find out about right, it. Right, that's my website. Go to, go to fishtalkradio.com and let us know if you want to go fishing in November. I'd really like to hear from you. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. 
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Santos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Santos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Fisherman, if fish anywhere, anywhere there's water, Lord knows he'll be there. He Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with Marco Farrell, your fishing realtor that uh, will take care of you if you're interested in getting involved in some vacation property or Santa Barbara or Cabo or wherever it is. And I'll even go fishing with you. Yeah, and he'll even take you fishing. There you go. Or if you want to go gold mining, he does that too. But, uh, or yeah, there you go. Yeah. And we also have um, Mike Ritz, a.k.a. The Grizz. And uh, he's called The Grizz because he's not called a teddy bear. Um <laughs> But anyway, no, I get riled up pretty easy, John. Yeah, I know. But anyway, we were talking about something stupid you did a little while ago, but we won't keep bringing that up again. But no, he's please got, don't. He's got a couple of broken ribs, so we'll try not to make him laugh. No. And, and no, anything. And Even going to the bathroom hurts. Chris, okay, <laughs> we could have gone without that, okay? No, you just couldn't have, John. Just don't sneeze. 
Uh, no, no. I do that. Tears comes out of my eyes. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. That's not all. I can only imagine. Okay. Well, I, there's plenty of things I can say, but I won't. I'll, I'll, I'll abstain. No. Thank but you. Anyway, but uh, Grizz is. Uh, been a little busy, and what we've been talking about more recently, Grizz, is getting more involved in things other than what we've been talking about for the last 12 years, and that's mostly fishing and mostly blue water fishing. Uh, we just had Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine on, which is quite an interesting show. He's back in Texas right now, getting ready for a tournament. We have Steve Lynch from Procure. It's uh, you know, it's just an incredible operation. I'd like, I'm going to be up in um, Oregon in a couple of weeks, and I want to stop by and see his operation. Actually, it'll be less than a couple of weeks. It'll be more like a week. Wow, that happened. Um, yeah, you got to bring me down some products, John. Oh, I will. I will. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll get them. I'll bring some of those. Uh, maybe I'll pack them in my soft-sided... Uh, 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 A.O. coolers. A.O. coolers, yeah. Yeah, I got to uh, mention something about A.O. coolers. Uh, you know, as we're talking, I went javelina hunting and dove hunting and duck hunting, and I wanted to bring meat home. Well, you know, it's such a pain in the butt to bring a hard cooler because it's another extra charge and an extra thing to carry. So I took an extra big suitcase and put the coolers in the suitcase. Now, I had problems at the airport because of the fog. I was I, I was at the airport for 11 hours. The fog? Oh, the airplane couldn't take off? Oh, so it was late taking off. And when off. I got home, I'm worried the whole time about my meat. And I got home, opened it up, immediately took out my coolers, and they were as hard as a rock. Now, I did not put ice. I did not put anything. This was the packaged meat, and it did not even thaw out around the edges. Huh. True story. Well, well, I should say, I had uh, uh, another story of a week or so ago. I was at somebody who was going to have an event, and so they had to pick up some ice and put some beer on it. And so I took one of the coolers over and put the beer on it. And, of course, you know, most of the ice pretty much melted. Um, and then I just, when, the, when I left, I just zipped it up, put it in the car. Two days later, it's still had ice in it. Yeah, yeah. I just got yeah, back those from... those things are incredible. <clears throat> I just got back from a camping trip, and uh, we, uh, we had to get some ice cream up. Poor... Yeah. Quick tip: Pour a uh, couple cups of salt in on the ice. Oh, ice cream was yeah. rock hard, okay. and I froze my water my water bottles. Cool, cool. Anyway, it looks like we're getting out of here. Fishtalkradio.com. Make sure that you get in touch with us. We'd love to have you down at East Cape in, uh, in the beginning of November, and uh, take you fishing. Go to realfunadventures.com. Go to Fishtalkradio. Just get in touch with me, and we'll make you a heck of a deal. Just uh, mention that you heard us on the air, and we'll get you a special package, and we'll be t- back with you. Soon, go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to this as many times as you can. Also, go to asobproductions.com.